good afternoon, good evening, whenever it is that you are listening to this. I just want to go ahead and welcome you guys back to the Confessional Taco. We have been gone for quite some time, but hey, it's 2020. What do you expect? It's only nothing but crazy on 2020. Marco, how are you? I'm doing well. Drinking coffee, getting ready to talk about stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm drinking coffee too. I was just talking about, about the coffee with you earlier. So I ran out of Jitters coffee. Again, that's another free plug for Jitters. Seriously, I don't understand why you guys have not endorsed this yet. You just need to give us coffee already. I don't know I'm why Gabe is just, of it. I'm sick and tired just, of it. He just, he's just holding back. I know, man. Come on, Gabe. Cheeto, where you at, dog? Stop holding back. But anyway, this Starbucks coffee, uh, that's, I'm not endorsing Starbucks coffee. So just FYI. <laughs> uh, I don't like it. But it, has, it is what it is. So whatever. Um, but uh, so you've been good, man? It's been, it's been a long time since we've recorded one of these, huh? It has been a long time. I mean, 2020 has just like thrown everybody off. And so uh, I hope people caught up on all the podcast episodes. Yeah, that would be, I mean, right now is the time to go and catch up to the episodes. I know that um, a couple of people that I know have been catching up. Um, and we've been, we've been getting really good responses on the anxiety and depression one, which is great. I have to be really honest. I was a little bit scared about that one. Yeah. But it's been getting a good response so that's pretty cool um so one of the things that i was thinking about was and i think i told you about this that uh like we need to we need to be more available (laughs) i don't know if that's the word uh on the social medias yeah i don't know how to do that how do we we need to we need to get an intern to do it for free and just run our social media <laughs> stuff. We need to get an intern if who there's is anybody. Uh, be like, I don't know what your future is going to look like, but ours <laughs> is going to look like this. <laughs> yeah, if I there think, is somebody think, out there that is willing to run our social media. That would be dope. <laughs> I think the other you thing is like... You would not get paid in anything but, but uh, jokes and... Uh, Marco might make you a cocktail or some coffee, maybe. Yeah, I'll do that from time to time, once a quarter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I think like, I think also because we're we're in the summer, I think I think I just need to post more. I should I should post. I'll post something today. I'm gonna do it. It's because, like, all the other, like, the podcasts that we follow from, like, Cali and stuff, like, they're always posting cool stuff. It's true. Uh, some of it, you know, and, and us, like, like once a week, maybe. We have jobs. That's mean. <laughs> we, I, mean I don't that's, know. That's exactly what I was about I to say. I, but but that's not to say that the Cali guys don't have jobs. I mean, <laughs> they're going to hear this. Are you like, assuming that yeah. they don't have jobs. Yeah. Do you not They're know that like, this is year 2020? You? you can't be doing that. Yeah. They're going to be super <laughs> mad that I said that. that how dare that, you not say how, that? How dare you? Be like, sorry, man. Sorry. I was just kidding. I was I just know. kidding. But seriously, just, but kidding. But, but seriously, like, I wish I could eat California burritos all day, but I can't. I have a job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dude, I can go for a Cali burrito right now. That sounds I so made good. one a couple weeks ago. I made you one for your yeah. birthday and you didn't show up. Hey. Let's not bring that up again. All right. You already brought it up in one of the podcasts. We don't need to bring it up again. Uh, okay. Stop living in the past, bro. 
You need, a, you need to tear down that statue, son. <laughs> is that is that too soon? Too you soon need maybe? a de- you need to deface the statue of your uh, <laughs> of your heart. <laughs> too soon, bro. Too soon. Is it too soon? That's too funny. No, I don't think so. Don't hey, think so. you know what? I I'm fighting for the cause, so I can make fun of it. So, and you are too, in your own way. I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll, I'm gonna do something. <laughs> I'm gonna do, do we something. have any statues here in McAllen? Not in McAllen, but we do have Robert E. Lee schools. We have two of them. He wasn't that bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, they just tore down the Brownsville one a uh, couple, maybe last week, I guess. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. I feel like they took it down. I mean, so I'm like, hey man, I get it totally. <laughs> Tread carefully, bro. Tread I know, carefully. right? It's like, okay, hey. I, well, you know, no, I will not. Okay, it's called freedom of speech. So, oh, there you um, go. It's 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 our right, a constitutional it's our right. right. No, I'm actually like, hey, cool, man. Like, if you're so passionate about, a, I would say a couple things. If you're so passionate about a lot of those things, like, man, fight for that. If com, the Confederate statue's coming down, I'm just like, hey, man, like, uh, I'm down, and. Uh, know your history. Yeah, I think I think that's the one that's. Oh yeah, we me talked the most. about this. That's right. Yeah, because there are so many statues that are being like defaced and and brought down, and it was like, hey, that guy was actually like that guy fought for the abolition of slavery, though. Um, yeah. Whoa. And so anyway, there's that. Then I also think about like one of the one of the national parks that we have here in McAllen, right? It's the the Santa Ana Wildlife Refuge. Mm-hmm. Right, it's a beautiful like, place. It's beautiful. Well, Santa Ana like massacred so many of his own people, including 100%. people at the Alamo. What about that? I don't <laughs> want to change the name. I like it. <laughs> but but if I say that, people will be like, "Man, so you support him?" But nobody's talking about Santa Ana's war crimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Very true. Nope. I didn't think about that. But I'm that's just true. saying. No, it, I don't see any Mexican Mexican saying like, "Hey man, forget forget Santa Ana." Like, no, I don't see you doing that. I see you going to Santa Ana and having some prickly pears. Like, that's what I see you doing. I don't, I don't, I don't see you going up to you know the 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 state saying we need to change these names, huh? Oh, huh? that's super. Where you at now, huh? Consistency, bro. <laughs> Speaking of consistency, this is just something I've been thinking about. Can anyone ever be truly consistent fully? Um, I guess it depends. I say no. Can't, it doesn't depend? Oh, I, Well, if it depends, then you can't be fully consistent fully all the time. What? what? If you're saying that it depends, uh-huh. uh, every time I say the word depends, it reminds me of the depends pipe, uh, pampers. Anyway. <laughs> Um, <laughs> when you say it depends, then one can truly not be fully consistent. Because okay. if you're consistent fully, then it doesn't depend on anything. You're just consistent. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. But isn't part of the isn't part of consistency choosing where you want to be consistent in? Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> I didn't think about that. 
stupid inconsistency. Hey, I don't know. I was just I was just being consistent with me asking questions. Yeah. And know. you're consistent in you answering them. Yeah, that's what, it, so there you what go. I do. Apparently. I don't think anybody can ever be fully, truly consistent always. Right. I think that there's always going to be an inconsistency, and I think that's okay. I think you having different beliefs on different things as time evolves and changes, then that's okay too. Like, I mean, it is what it is. Right. You you evolve as time goes by, and if you change your mind, then you change your mind. And that, well, I guess that makes you consistent on that too, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Huh. Interesting. Or what if your beliefs don't necessarily, or your convictions don't necessarily change, they just mature? There you go. A maturity of the belief, yeah. I like Something it. like that. What do y'all More. folks think? Can someone be fully, truly consistent at all times? Right. I don't know. Answer that. Answer that. In so. one of the posts that we'll make. Yeah, maybe today. I'll do it. Because it's the summer. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's going to be good. Um, <laughs> just watch. Just watch. It's going to be real good. I'll do this. I'm going to post on Tuesdays and for sure on Thursdays. And Thursdays, I'm going to post books that we've either talked about or are reading. Yeah. Huh? Dude, that's How a about good that? idea. How about like that? It. You want to huh? know why that's a good idea? We'll call it Tudor Tuesday, uh, Thursday. I don't know. Oh. That, I mean, you chopped it up a little bit, but I like it. Yeah, I did. Tudor Thursday. There you go. Thursday tutor. Thursday tutor. Thursday tutor. Tutor Thursday. I like tutor Thursday. It just sounds funny. I'll do something. I don't know. I'll make it up. You'll figure. Yeah, you'll figure it out. So, yeah. And I think think that's such a good idea because, like, you had just mentioned before, like, these people that are, like, destroying my... Okay, I'm going to be very honest and very clear. I am all for taking down these statues. I am all for defacing these statues. If you want to keep them up, I'm all for that too. It's a part of our history. It's a part of our heritage. First of all, five years. Okay, get over it. It was only five years of the Confederacy. Anyway, let's put a black. <laughs> that's basically. <laughs> saying, it wasn't that bad, guys. Okay, that's basically a bachelor's degree. Okay, yeah, you got it. You're done. <laughs> That's basically what you just said. <laughs> it was five years. Get if you over lasted it. high school, you can last the Confederacy. You're fine. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. But anyway, I'm saying that it should not matter that much because it's only five years. Anyway. Just like high um, school. Shouldn't matter. Exactly. High school really doesn't matter. Um, anyway. The, what I'm saying is you want to keep them up? Great. Let's keep them up so that we can quote unquote learn from our history or whatever, but let's put a black slave statue right next to it because this is what these people were doing. Right. Right. Or it doesn't matter. So let's keep that up. Uh, We have statues like that in museums, right? So why not? Let's move the statue to a museum. There you go. Be like, you want to learn from our history. History doesn't last five years again, but whatever. Um, (laughs) So anyway, all that to say, I think having Tudor Thursday is a great idea because one of the biggest issues that I'm seeing in this whole, I don't know how many days we're into 2020, but it seems like so weird. Timelines are so weird. Anyway, um, people are I mean, are we're halfway books. through the year now. We're halfway through the year. That's crazy to me. Uh-huh. Um, but people aren't reading books, you know? 
Yeah. It's like, dude, read something. Like, oh, I need this statue to remind me of the history. Read a book. Yeah. Goodness. You know, like, oh, let me deface the statue. Read a book. He was actually an abolitionist. Yeah. Like, come on, y'all. Like, pónganse a leer, no sean huevones. I mean, it's true. I think, I think the saying. other thing is, I think the other thing is, regardless of, I think, where you stand, like, you need to have some trash on your bookshelves, man. Like, yes. You know what I mean? You need to, you need to read yeah. some other perspectives. You need to read, um, where some other people are coming from, even particularly if you disagree, like you need to know why they disagree with you. You need to see why they're coming, where they're coming from. Um, and I think that's, that's one of the big problems right now. Like a lot of things are, I think, uh, Oh, I'm gonna go for it. I think a lot of people are parrots and not, uh, prophets. Boom. You said it, you said it. Hey, you know what? In the words of Rage Against the Machine, know your enemy. Yeah. I don't know if they're actually your enemy or not, but know your enemy anyway. I think <laughs> I think people <laughs> people get really stuck in echo chambers and therefore don't understand the other side, you know? And yeah. the only way that the only way to have progress is to understand the other side. The only way to have progress is to talk with the other side to have conversations with the other side to try to see where they're coming from because you don't know you don't yeah. know me you know yeah. like come on now and yeah, so like the, like that's the, a great the, great call yeah I think like even like the book I just finished reading I was um, I was talking to Jay about it yesterday and uh, who's Jay? Jay is our wonderful friend I don't know if he listens to the podcast but if he does hey Jay um, if he does it why aren't you you punk? yeah bro you're not that busy I know your schedule um, <clears throat> <laughs> I don't know your schedule, so I'm just going to laugh at what Marco just said. <laughs> um, so Jay is our wonderful friend. Uh, we've known Jay for over a decade. And, yeah, he's a um, good guy. Yeah, good guy. Um, Jay is also a federal officer, a federal agent <gasps> for that, a... Are you telling me that I'm a friend with a federal agent? Yeah. Oh my he, uh, he's a federal agent for a federal agency working <laughs> around federal administration. Uh, <laughs> so, um, and, uh, and so he's been down here for, for, yeah, I mean, for as long as we've known him. And so, yeah. uh, we're actually going to get him on the podcast in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that's going to be super fun. I'm, I'm going to enjoy that. Yeah. He's a really good guy. Really good guy. Anyway, you were telling your friend Jay. Oh, right. Yeah. So I was telling Jay um, about some of the stuff I was reading in, in the book I just finished. And at one point he was like, man, I don't know how you finished that. I would have closed it right there. Like, you know, when it came to some areas that he disagreed, he was like, I would have just I would have just closed it right there. And I was like, no, man, like you've got to you got to read it, man. you got to know. Yes. You, not just what you believe, you got to know why you believe it. And so when you hear these other perspectives, you need to be able to contend for certainly your faith and your convictions and your position. Um, but at the same time, being open to knowing you might be wrong. Um, and so you're going right. to learn some stuff. Right. It's kind of like Hemingway, bro. Like Hemingway takes forever to describe something. But if you don't finish it, then you're not going to know what he's trying to tell you. Just saying. Yeah, it's true. 
Hemingway's an author, folks. Again, going back to hashtag read a book. Yeah. Jeez. Let's make that a hashtag. Read a book. Read a book. Lay it. Yeah. Like those posters <laughs> that used to be in the in the library. Yeah. <laughs> like Antonio Banderas with a book he's never read before. <laughs> kind of like Donald Trump in holding up the Bible, a book he's never yes. read before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I said it and what? So that's funny. I think that's hilarious because people are like, especially uh, whether Christian or not, they're like, how dare he hold up a Bible in front of a church? I'm like, Antonio Banderas did that with a book he's never read either. And the message was. And you were all up about that inspirational poster. And the message was, lee. (laughs) That's it. That's it. I remember that. That's so funny. You know, Denzel Washington said the same thing read. (laughs) But in English. Yeah, exactly. Because Antonio Banderas wasn't bilingual, apparently. Right. Yeah. Apparently, he didn't know how to do any. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, that's 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 part of what I'd say. They're like, "How dare he hold up a Bible? He's just saying read. Not telling you to read the Bible. I mean, you should. I'm telling you to read the Bible. I don't know if he was telling you to read the Bible. Nah, he was just wanting a photo op. He's just wanting a photo. So was Antonio Banderas. Great. He's hey. a jerk. <laughs> Him too. Throw him in the you same camp. You can't call Antonio Banderas a jerk, though, because he was a Zorro. Oh, yeah. Zorro. And his, and his wife was me, Catherine... I just what? made a Z with my Zeta, finger. Zeta Jones? Oh, yeah, Catherine Zeta... But she's yeah, Welsh, Ka- man. She's not, even, she's not even Hispanic. She's Welsh. Cultural appropriation. Yeah. Let's go back and destroy all those movies. And then in Saving Private Ryan, when all the 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 Allied troops are running onto bro, Normandy I Beach, cried in that movie. Dude, Sorry. those are all of the Irish uh, National Guard. Oh, are you serious? They're not even American. Are you serious? Yeah. First of all, were they actual Irish National Guard? Yeah, yeah, that's how. Okay, because they they needed one, all those people. One, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Two, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. They weren't even American. Or like uh, Band of Brothers. Hashtag Save America. Save America. And, and then in uh, Band of <laughs> Brothers, that that uh, series, like uh-huh. some of the main... Great m- series. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Some of the main characters yeah. are all British. They're English. No joke. Yeah. You're just full of random facts today. That's what I do. That's what I do. It's what yeah. happens when you read. That's <laughs> what happens when you read. <laughs> but yeah I yeah, hope that y'all are getting this We're trying to tell you to read Okay yeah. We're trying to tell you to read a book How many How many books have you read since January? <clears throat> since January? Yeah Excluding Let's the Bible see. Excluding the Bible Is that what you said? Yeah Okay uh, Since January Let's see One Two Three Five Since okay. January Nice. Yeah. You? Um, I have them lined up. You you have you, like your job is to read though. Part, so you should yes. have like 27 or something. Well, that's the thing. So here's what I don't count. Uh, I don't okay. count books. I don't count commentaries cuz I go in and out of them and like oh, Sistios, sense, yeah. commentaries, like I I'm, I'm not counting those. These are just books that I'll, I'll walk through. Um, Wait, but even when like, you say Sistios for those people who don't know, what are you oh. trying to tell us? Oh, systematic theologies? It's a cool way to say systematic theology, folks. It's cool. 
Only some people All right, Sistio. All right, so you don't yeah, count so, Sistios. What else? Yeah, so, because I'll, I'll keep going back to them. Um, and then and then there are a couple of books that I use for sermon prep that I'll read maybe three-fourths of it where I've already read that book. I don't count it just because I'm using it for sermon prep. These are books that I've never gotcha. read at all. And let's okay. see, that's one, two, three, four, five, six. I've read 16 books so far. Since January? Yeah. That's dope, dude. That is that, that is 16, right? Yeah. It looks yeah, it looks really a good. lot less. Let's see. One, two, five, six, seven, yeah, 16. Wow. Nice. You know what I really want to try, like to push myself this summer on? Hmm. I want to read fiction. I don't read fiction. Neither do I. I find I don't know why. Like I mean, I read it in college, and I I was okay with it, you know, like, but I just don't, I don't know. I don't read fiction. Yeah, Seth loves to read fiction. Like, that's his his thing. He really, really loves fiction, and it is so hard for me to get into it. I'm like, yeah, but this didn't really happen. Yeah, yes, (laughs) yes. I don't want to use my imagination. That's historically incorrect. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> there's no such thing as dwarves with magic yeah i'm like this is dumb <laughs> i'll watch the movies though yeah i'll watch the movies just give me i'm gonna go back and read bonhoeffer <laughs> <laughs> yeah i need i, I really do want to try to read more fiction though because uh it's it's good to read fiction it's uh it pushes you I'm trying to read more this summer, uh, and they're all super short, uh, but more um, poetry. Yeah, dude, that's cool. You're going to try to write some or what? No, just read it. You're just going to read it? Yeah, I that's think cool. I think it, it definitely helps with some you know creativity. And sure. so, was oh, it last year we read uh, Carolina Cisneros' poetry book? I already forgot the name yep. of it. It's somewhere here in my library. And then... Um, I you told me about this, but I know I don't know if I ever told you that I got it. I have it. So on my right side of my desk are the books that I want to read this year. Um, okay. So anyway, um, it's uh, by Jose Olivares, Citizen Illegal. Yeah. So it's just uh, it's just a book on his his poems. So I haven't I haven't read it yet though, but um, but Gnarly. you told me about him, and then he was on a podcast I think, and he talked he was oh, talking yeah? about this this poetry book or this book that he wrote on and and so i got it nice speaking about books we're gonna try to be a part of this thing called crafting cultura right or what is it called yeah craft cultura um i don't know that we're gonna be a part of it but we're gonna go No, but like check out a meeting or two yes so let me you can find them on instagram that's a plug for y'all even though you probably won't listen to this anyway um (laughs) (laughs) like super bitter um, <laughs> um oh, gosh. so uh <laughs> craft Sorry cultura it, yeah it's uh it's not, they're not a non-profit yet but they are an organization a community organization um that wants to promote art education and i would imagine they say culture i'm assuming it's specifically like Hispanic culture, so art, education, culture yeah. through community, 
And um, that mission <clears throat> statement sounds dope. Yeah, so it was really good. Um, and so it's a it's a a mix of um, collective writers and creatives here here in the RGV. And so, um, like, I just learned about them. And so I don't I don't know everything that they do. One of the things that they do is that they host a I don't know how it's going how they're going about it right now, but they host a monthly book club. And so I thought that would be really cool for us just to get involved with and just kind of hear what other people are saying and be in a room with a bunch of other people. Again, getting other people's perspectives in order to come up with a good solution to things. But you got to know how to read. And um, (laughs) so read a book. (laughs) But you got to read a book. And uh, (laughs) so that's one of the things they do. I know they um, they're big advocates for like Mexican-American slash ethnic studies, not just at the university level. But you know, right. elementary, junior high, high school, which I'm I'm totally for. I love that idea. Mm-hmm. I um, think it's necessary. I watched a, I I don't know, it was like a Facebook episode or a podcast with um, one of the main guys that it's two brothers, I think, and so they they were running uh, this this they were being interviewed, and he was talking about um, and his name escapes me, but he was talking about how he earned his. Uh, his degree in Mexican American studies here at UTRGV. Um, but he learned about Mexican American studies late in his academic career. And I liked what he said. He he's a, so he's an advocate for Mexican American studies in elementary schools, junior highs here in, in the Valley um, because he doesn't want students um, having to stumble upon some of these authors like he did, or even you and I did, like, yep. um, <clears throat> he made a good point. He was like, man, I remember in high school reading, uh, Jane Austen, you know, Oscar Wilde, JD Salinger, um, like some of these, these obviously these amazing historical authors. Um, right. but he was like, but man, we never read anything from someone local. And when it yeah. came to college, I didn't, one, I didn't know that this, this field existed Two. Like, uh, I stumbled upon some of these, some of these authors and, um, and that for him, I think that's him already attending the university with, um, the Mexican American studies program already developed when you and I graduated, it was just getting started, just getting started. And so anyway, yeah. So I know they're big advocates for Mexican American studies in schools, uh, advocates for for reading local authors um, in and, and uh, people of color. I'm not gonna lie, I I don't like that. I, I don't know. That's just me. I'll tell you about it in a little bit. <laughs> um, anyway, so people of color or authors that are, I I don't know how to say it. Anyway, whatever authors that are that are of color. Um, and uh, and I think he just or they just really want to bring awareness of Hispanic authors and creatives through, you know, art and education and, and, and funnel all that through community, which I think is really great. Right. It is really great. That's something that we should be looking at. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's, uh, that's pretty cool. Um, so real quick side note, <laughs> uh, and, and if for our listeners, if you guys haven't figured it out today, we're just bantering we're just going back and forth on a bunch of different things 
uh, <laughs> since we haven't since we haven't recorded in a while. Um, so I understand that people want to be sensitive and uh, I guess politically correct, and therefore many use the term people of color. And uh-huh. so um, a friend of mine who is white, who will remain nameless. <laughs> Um, about a month or two ago we were on the phone and I think we were talking about church planting I can't remember what the topic was but we're talking about let's just say it was church ministry we're just talking about ministry and he had said something and um and so when I responded I had told him that I, I disagreed. It wasn't anything big I was like hey man I disagree on this and this is why I gave him whatever my reasons were and then he responds, he's like, yeah, man, that's good. That's really good, man. I just, I want to make sure you, you get your, your two cents in. And this is a guy I've known for over 10 years. And so I was like, what, what do you mean get my two cents in? And, um, and he says, uh, well, dude, I just, man, one of the things I've been made aware of is that I want to be sensitive, uh, toward, uh, toward you and, and your values and, and what you have to say. And, I'm starting to get quickly heated. And I was like, what are you talking about? Are we still talking about ministry? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, no, no, I just look, I just, I've become aware that I needed to be a lot more sensitive to people of color because people of color, you know, oftentimes don't have their voices heard or aren't listened to. And, uh, and I just want to make sure that you get, you get all of that, that, that my voice is heard, then I get to speak. And I was like, WTF, did you just call me a person of color? Like, <laughs> that's awesome. I was so, it was odd. I was offended by that, but I wasn't, I was offended by that because this is a dude that I've had a friendship with for over 10 years. Right. And, uh, and then he goes to some cultural sensitivity training and comes <laughs> out of it. And like it, it, it's almost like it um, it affected our relationship in the sense of, OK, now you're treating me like a minority. But before you did this cultural right. sensitivity class, I wasn't That's a minority. I was just your friend. That's interesting. I was, I was I was pissed. I was like, why would you call me a person of color? Yeah. First of all, it's interesting that there has to be such a thing as cultural sensitivity seminars. Yeah. Like, what the heck, man? Yeah. Because I didn't want to use the word H-E double hockey sticks. <laughs> um, I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> but that, that, that in itself just show you something of, of America's history, first of all. Secondly, I can totally understand that. Like, uh, like how you went from a friend to... A statistic to him so mm-hmm. it was like the reverse of what was supposed to happen it like ba- it was a backtrack as opposed to yeah. like a step forward it was so <laughs> weird because it's so weird because like he and i banter a lot and we talk a lot of crap and then this right. one day he's just being ultra sensitive and i was like is something <laughs> wrong with you and that's when he was like man i just you know people of color don't don't usually get their voices heard and i was like what what I was like, this is you and me. We are talking about yeah. something. It's not you yeah. and a Mexican. It's just you and me right. talking about something. And yeah, man, I was upset. I was upset when he did I, that. I was like, I think I would be too, because it's like, 
is he wrong for doing that? No. Is he wrong for doing that in y'all's relationship? A hundred percent. Yeah. Like it, you got, he went from being your friend to feeling like you're superior, making you a minority. That's yes. such an awkward thing to do. I was like, why went, would you, you say went that? backwards, bro? Yeah. So, <laughs> That's so I was just funny. like, all right, Anglo-Saxon. <laughs> all right, white savior. <laughs> Yeah, that was... What, uh, what am I, a mission trip to you now? <laughs> Ooh, I know am I the unreached? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I hope I hope missionaries don't that listen to this don't get offended by what I just said. But whatever. <laughs> but whatever. It's whatever, freedom man. of speech. Go to another um, country then. <laughs> Go save someone. Yeah, go save someone. <laughs> go build orphanages. Go paint, build paint orphanages. Some, paint some benches or something. <laughs> <laughs> paint some benches. <laughs> oh my gosh, we need to get off this topic. That's awful. Who am I? Jeez. Lord, forgive me for I know not what I do. Except that I do and it's very purposeful. Goodness right. gracious. Um, <laughs> yeah, let, let's get off of that. Jeez. But yeah, that was a that was upset. <laughs> gosh i bet y'all missed us Uh. (laughs) all right i I would be upset too which actually leads us to what we're gonna be talking about in the future of this podcast so marco you and i got together after um the the rona Uh, actually not after the rona during the rona but after the i guess quarantining or whatever it was that was shelter in place yeah (laughs) quarant i'll i'll take a quarantini with little ice please um, dude, make a drink. Call it the Quarantini. I can. I could do that. Make it up, and then that would be the drink of the podcast. Okay. Oh no, no, no! Because we already have a drink. Uh, that would be the drink for the quarantine time. There All right. Go. Anyway, <laughs> Quarantini coming up. Um, anyway, so we got together. We started talking about the future of the podcast, what we've been wanting to do, what we want to do, what I, what we think is important for people to know and listen to and understand um and that's my dogs y'all anyway um we kind of whiteboarded it out uh gave a timeline invited some guests which is going to be super cool i'm actually really excited about the guest part um i feel like a third voice is going to be really interesting um and so you guys are going to hear hear some interviews you guys are going to hear from other people uh one of our friends again jay another one of our friends izzy who uh, works with you know migrant children and stuff so that's actually going to be super fun as well um, all that to say we have a timeline for you guys we we do have a series of episodes that we're going to be working on uh, as time goes by this summer that has to do with everything that's going on here in 2020 now if we look at 2020 as of january a lot of craziness has happened in 2020 right Basically, the only thing that's missing is UFOs and Godzilla. Actually, not UFOs. Godzilla is the only one that's missing because the Pentagon released the UFOs already. So, anyway, it's ridiculous what's going on. It's all this like craziness, all this uh, step stepping forward while we're looking backwards sort of type of feel to it. Um, and so we want to kind of talk about that. And um, we develop a kind of a series 
that we're going to be talking about. Uh, so we have several podcasts, this one being our first one, which is just kind of getting back together and talking with you guys, talking with Marco, kind of get, getting our, our our shoes shoes back on. And uh, the next one we have is going to be uh, about George Floyd, and we're going to be using that as a catalyst. And we'll, we'll tell you, Marco's going to explain a little bit on how we're going to do that. Uh, we're going to be talking about injustice in our justice, injustice in our context, injustice in our culture, injustice in our education. And the big three things that we want you guys to kind of like, uh, I guess, understand us on is listen, learn, and lament, right? And Marco, you actually got those three from, what podcast was that? Um, the Wednesday Conversation, a couple of other pastors and church planners up in Omaha, Nebraska. And so they they uh, they have a podcast called The Wednesday Conversation. Really good podcast. Great podcast, love, too. Yeah, I love the topics they cover. Yeah. So one of the things that they they said was to to listen, to learn, and to lament, which is actually really exciting for me because if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I'm constantly calling out the church for not speaking out enough. Um, and so it's awesome to see like the SBC doing this, like uh, the Wednesday podcast, like the, all these churches actually coming together and saying like, no, this is wrong. And let me tell you why. Now, listening, learning, and lamenting. Those three things require for people to speak, to teach, and to forgive. And I feel like we kind of lose track of that last one, that forgiveness piece. A person cannot truly lament if a person, uh, if the other side is not forgiving them and teaching them and speaking to them. And so we're going to talk about those. Those are going to be the three big pillars, listening by speaking. I mean, speaking to listen, teaching to learn and forgiving to lament. Uh, we're going to be talking about those three pillars in the context of all those podcasts. Uh, so Marco, George Floyd as a catalyst. Let's talk a little bit about that because uh, we're getting close to the 45 minute segment. But give us a little like synopsis on that. Um, yeah, so number one, um, the, the, the murder of George Floyd was something that obviously set in motion a lot of the things that we're seeing right now. And <clears throat> a lot of the, the hurt and anger, um, and lament that we're seeing in the country and, and how those, how those three things are being manifested all around, um, we're, we're obviously we've seen a, we're, we're watching that happen right now and so over the right. last couple of weeks you and I began to really talk and and work through what we're thinking what we're feeling and what we're experiencing in light of the the, the tragedy that was his death um, yeah. and so in that we have had to work through our own personal I think confusion our own personal anger uh, but also, uh, especially for myself, uh, had to work through my own personal like apathy um, uh-huh. uh, in the in the midst of what's happening, not just with George Floyd, but just the country as a whole. And um, and so when we got together, uh, we thought, man, um, let's go back now that we're a little bit more sober minded, have a little bit of clarity have asked a couple of questions and have had several conversations. Let's go back uh, to um, the death of George Floyd, address a couple of things, right, that certainly pertain to 
to to his death that certainly pertain to um, how it has affected the country. Um, let's um, let's go back to what that's going to look like. Let's go back to seeing how that affects and applies to us, not only personally, but also in the context that we find ourselves in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and, and, and under the umbrella that is injustice, um, what does that look like for us here? What does that look like for us within our culture? What does that look like for us personally? Um, and so I think it's forced us to have to not only examine our hearts, but really examine where we are, uh, personally in, in the midst of injustice. I don't know if that's making sense. Is that making sense? Yeah, that's making sense. Yeah. Okay. And so, so a lot of the, if not all of the episodes that are coming out in the next couple of weeks, it's part of it is us hearing other people address some of these, um, subjects, but at the same time, it's us being able to work through some of the things that we have been working through, both at the level of conviction uh, concerning our own hearts, but also at the level of conviction where it's time for action. And um, right. and if I'm honest, like some of the, and we'll talk about this more, you and I had talked about this last week, um, you know, the death of George Floyd, like, um, was horrendous. And... Yep. I'm not going to Minneapolis. You know what I mean? Right. And so, okay, that was an injustice. Like, this man's life was taken from him. That was an injustice committed against him. Um, There are injustices happening in my city that I'm aware of. Why aren't I doing anything about it? Yeah. And so I think think the death of George Floyd has, has become a catalyst for, at the very least for you and I, this a catalyst for us to examine our hearts and then examine our context, our yeah. culture, and then uh, uh, and then some of these other systems like the justice system, the education system, and so on. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, I think I want like I want to be clear like this was a murder, um, and it was unjust. It was not right, mm-hmm. um, and so using that uh, it's also extremely unfortunate right because we see Mm -hmm. this constantly in the 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 policing system Um, however this just happened to be like the last straw I guess you can call it Um, Mm -hmm. and so there's all these crazy like things happening now because of it and so with those things uh, you and I want to allow this movement to teach us how to move within our context and our culture mm-hmm. um, because it didn't just happen to right. you know that that the, like there there's injustice happening within our community to our community right. um, you know that's including like uh, I shouldn't be laughing at this but uh, you know how like the rebuttal to like, oh, the, the cops are killing black men. It's like, well, yeah, black men kill more black men, right? And so, that, that first of all, it's a silly rebuttal. But anyway, uh, you and I were talking earlier about how Mexicans are always against Mexicans. Like, it's like <laughs> we're like crabs in a bucket, you know? And so we're going to be yeah. talking about that as well. And so um, I think the next couple of podcasts are going to be really interesting. Um, 
you know, uh, one of the questions that you had was not who killed George Floyd, but what killed George Floyd, right. which I think is going to be such an interesting thing to talk about. Uh, random riots or conscious rebellions, uh, the outcry of defunding the police, what that actually means, because um, people on the right, uh, people, they think that defund the police means to not have police, which is such an extreme thought. But anyway, um, the education system, the contributions within the system itself, uh, alternative histories, um, the problems with the extreme left as well. Like, uh, <laughs> like I, I, I laugh when I think about what the Democratic Party is doing because they're providing Biden. Like, come on, y'all. For real? Mm-hmm. Like, geez, there are so many better <laughs> people that could have done a great job. Uh, and so these conversations are going to be really interesting, really, um, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to learning a lot from the people that are going to be coming in. Um, and so we hope that you guys join us for those conversations. And, and again, I, I want to be clear that these are, uh, our opinions. And in fact, Marco and I may have some different opinions within the podcast itself. Like, uh, but they're, they're, they're our own convictions and mm-hmm. ultimately the biggest conviction is how are we going to learn from this to apply within our culture and context um, and so that's what we want to do um, that's our goal in this like what are we going to learn from this to have something as horrendous as this happening uh, and not learn from it is irresponsible it's arrogant it's selfish it's prideful and it's just flat out stupid um and so we need to learn from from what's going on. And so we hope that you guys join us in learning uh, along with us. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I don't know. What are your thoughts, Marco? Are you looking forward to it? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it because, um, again, I think, I think uh, man, the Lord has, it always sounds weird saying it, but like in, in his grace and sovereignty is allowed what is going on to really infuse and convict the hearts and minds of, of so many people, even within the context of the church, to yeah. reflect, ask questions, take action, um, to uh, examine, right? Like I, a lot of that is happening. I don't, and I think <clears throat> some people would would argue like there needs to be more, especially in the context of the church, like there needs to be more. I'm curious because this is just the start of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is just the yeah. start of it. And so as it builds just momentum, you know, my overall prayer is that even in the midst of all of this and then through and through the the various systems of injustice that we're going to walk through, isn't only that we would provide conversations, but that we would see revival actually happen. Um, Word. I think I think that would be just freaking amazing. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's why I'm excited. I don't, I, I certainly don't want to just talk about them because I got thoughts and opinions, right? I want to, I want us to, to talk about them because yes, we have convictions and, um, and so how can, how can we, um, how can we respond in a way that, um, plugs us into or gets us involved into the injustices happening in our context, um, with the guidance of the spirit and getting, you know, again, getting the church mobilized and involved. So, agreed. 
we're gonna agree to disagree. <laughs> Just kidding. What? Uh, I was kidding. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, guys, I hope that you guys join us in this. Um, man, if you guys have like books for us to read on this, even like, please shoot us a message, leave, drop it on a link or whatever. Uh, we look like we we like learning. Uh, we, <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess maybe just some people like learning, but uh, Marco and I are those people we enjoy learning we enjoy reading we learn uh, we enjoy hearing people's sides um you know and so ultimately like i'm a firm believer that the truth is in the middle um and that we get nowhere if we don't sit down on a table and drink some coffee and learn from each other yeah um so with all that being said we're gonna go ahead and head on out because we're about to hit 50 minutes um and uh, we'll keep you guys posted. Follow us on Instagram at the Confessional Taco. Uh, let us know how you're doing. Sorry for for being gone for so long, but you know, 2020 is pretty insane right now. <laughs> it is, man. 2020 is crazy, but it is what it is. Tell you what, though, 2020 is not perfect vision because it's horrible. Because I can't see ahead. alright unless we all die from Godzilla deuces y'all bye guys bye